Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, October 29th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. So if your breath stinks, and I'm telling you, maybe other people don't tell you, but your breath stinks, you got to take care of it. And the best way to do that is with Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933. You know, maybe your breath doesn't stink, but it's definitely going to smell better for being treated by Dr. Mike O'Neill. All right, let's talk about sports. We're going to talk about a number of things today. The Colts, Hoosiers, Pacers, the NCAA. Going to talk about all those things. The NCAA, I'm going to save for last. All right, so if you don't care about players getting paid, we're going to get to the good stuff first. If you care about players getting paid, we're going to talk about that last. And we'll take the NCAA's press release that they sent out today, item by item, and I'll tell you what's right and I'll tell you what's wrong. All right, the Colts, Jacoby Brissett, he spoke to the media today about an hour ago, and he seems more and more comfortable in a very leaderly way, if leaderly is a word. Jacoby Brissett seems very, very comfortable as a leader of this team. He's kind of an iconoclastic guy, so I'm all behind Brissett, but let's talk about the Colts honestly. We mentioned it the last couple of days, coming off the 15-13 win against the Denver Broncos, who are now 2-6. The Colts, they are eking by in games that they should win perhaps easily. What that leads me to believe is that they're not a great team. They're a good team finding ways to win. That's a good thing. That's a step in the right direction in the development of the culture of this franchise, and we should all be very happy about that. The trip to Pittsburgh, I got a bad feeling about this game. I got to tell you the truth. Five and three would not be a terrible thing because the next week the Dolphins come to town, so it's going to be six and three. And if you had told anybody at the beginning of this season that six and three was a possibility after nine games, people would have said, you know what? We're in. All right. We'll see if the Colts can hang close, and we'll see if they can get Lady Luck on their side again this week as they have in five of the first seven games. IU basketball tonight. All right, they're playing Gannon in an exhibition, and this is one of those games that's it's not really a game, but it's going to be on BTN+. Plus. 
BTN Plus I hate because BTN Plus is about greed. The Big Ten doesn't need this money, for God's sake. $10 a month to get a school pass to watch your school's events. Now, let's be honest. 99% of the people who are affiliated either by being graduates or boosters or students or whatever, what they care about is basketball and football, and that's it. They don't care about women's field hockey. No offense to the field hockey people. They don't care about cross country. They don't. They might care a little bit more and more and more about soccer, especially in Indiana, because Indiana historically has been really, really good. But what they care about is basketball. So the Big Ten uses basketball, especially these early season games, to drive up subscriptions so they make more cash. This is Jim Delaney here for more cash. That's what BTN Plus is. So this game is on BTN Plus, and then you've also got the first two games of the season on BTN Plus uh, against Western Illinois and Portland State. And then at the end of the non-conference schedule, on November 30th, you've got a game against South Dakota State. That game may be on BTN, which you get as part of your normal cable package, or it may be on BTN Plus. If it's on BTN Plus and you sign up tonight for BTN Plus in order to watch this game, the Western Illinois game and the Portland State game, you know what? You're going to be on the hook again a month from today because tomorrow will be one month from the South Dakota State game. So that'd be 20 bucks to watch these four games when we already pay for the Big Ten Network as part of our cable package or online package or satellite package, whatever. Whatever you want to call it, whether you got YouTube TV, Comcast, AT&T, you know, DirecTV, whatever it is, you are already paying for that content. And this is Jim Delaney with his handout for more cash, and I don't like greed. Tell me that the Big Ten couldn't get by without these $10 from Indiana basketball fans every November. Of course they could. Their revenue is $750 plus million a year divided by those 14 teams. It is an enormous amount of money. 50, you know, 50, what is it? Yeah, 50, 55 million dollars a year per school, right? That's the distribution from the Big Ten Network, and I just hate it. I can't stand it. And, and we'll talk about why in a couple of minutes when we get to the NCAA. Um, tonight, when you watch this exhibition, what I think you should watch are the bigs. The backcourt for Indiana is going to be down. No Rob Finnessy and no Devontae Green. Devontae Green with a hamstring. Then Rob Finnessy has a lower abdominal issue that Archie Miller described as very sensitive. I think we all know what that means. When I think about... Uh, very sensitive and lower abdomen. I think about the groinal region, which means that uh, he's got testicular torsion or some kind of thing like that. So we're not going to see Rob Finnessy. He said that it may take a while for Rob to be back on the floor. All right. So what are we going to watch? We're going to watch Biggs. We're going to watch Duran Davis to make sure that he can dominate the guys from Gannon because if Biggs at the Big Ten level can't dominate a team like Gannon, what the hell are you doing? You're going to have problems. If you can't dominate Gannon, you're not going to be able to compete in the Big Ten. So watching a guy like 
uh, Davis, watching a guy like Brunk, Trace Jackson Davis, that'll be interesting. And Armand Franklin, that's going to be interesting. He's been dealing a little bit with an ankle. Hopefully he's good to go tonight. And then we're going to see Jerome Hunter really for the first time in a competitive uh, event because he hadn't played in a competitive event yet. And that's going to be interesting to see what he looks like. If he can be anything near what he was prior to last season when he had that leg malady that has still not been specified, if he can be that guy, this could be a much deeper and a much better team. All right, let's talk about the Pacers for a minute. They lost last night by 96-94. They allowed the Detroit Pistons to knock down 13 threes better than 50% from beyond the arc, while the Pacers themselves, they hit only six. You cannot win in the NBA if you're not making three-point buckets. You just can't. That's not the way basketball is built these days. So if you can't make three-point buckets, you are SOL, baby, in, uh, in the NBA as the Pacers were last night. But I don't think that their problems are necessarily on the offensive end other than that three-point shooting. This is a team that does not defend very well. Last night, Miles Turner played 39 minutes, and he gathered exactly zero defensive rebounds. That's not easy. All right, he had five offensive rebounds, but zero rebounds on the defensive end. And that's not good. You had Edmund Sumner, again, starting in place of Jeremy Lamb. I saw Edmund Sumner actually turn a pirouette during a uh, defensive possession, not knowing where in the hell he was supposed to be on the floor. He is not a good defensive basketball player. And if you don't have a good defensive basketball player at the two, you're going to have a tough time winning. Let's talk about the NCAA. A press release today from the NCAA released at 108 this afternoon. What it says is the Board of Governors starts the process to enhance name, image, and likeness opportunities. This is in response, although the NCAA doesn't want to say this, it's absolutely in response to SB 206 out in California, national legislation that is about to be introduced by Anthony Gonzalez, former wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts, now a congressman in Ohio. There are many other states that are considering legislation like SB 206 that would prevent the NCAA from penalizing any student-athlete for marketing successfully his or her image. So here are the ways that the NCAA wants to, uh, wants to deal with the modernization of their uh, association insofar as uh, allowing athletes, student-athletes, to be paid to compete or be paid not to compete, but for their uh, endorsement, for their likeness, that kind of thing. Uh, one, assure student athletes are treated similarly to non-student athletes uh, unless a compelling reason exists to differentiate. So what they want to do is they want to tear down the wall, right, between what uh, they are, the athletes are, and what the non-athletes are. The non-athletes, like if, if you're a music student, and you're great at what you do. You can go on tour. You can make money. Nobody is stopping you from charging people to watch you play. You can go play Carnegie Hall if you want and make a whole bunch of money while still maintaining your eligibility to be a music student at Indiana University or anywhere else. So they want to tear down that wall and have student-athletes be able to monetize their image in the same way as uh, the gen pop at schools. Number two. 
And I like that. Obviously, that's the point, right? Let's not put these guys over here in a pen where they can't make money while everybody else in school can't. Number two, maintain the priorities of education and the collegiate experience to provide opportunities for student-athlete success. That's fine. It's a college. It's a university. That's what these things are. They are built, despite what a lot of people think on the outside, they're built to educate, man. And so you got to let these places educate student-athletes and the regular gen pop. Everybody's got to get an education, or what the hell is the point of the place? Number three, ensure rules are transparent, focused, and enforceable to facilitate fair and balanced competition. Okay, now it gets a little bit murky. This is what happens. Ensure uh, rules are transparent, focused, and enforceable. Here's the thing about rules. The more murky the rules language And the more aggressive the NCAA is in trying to make sure that they're transparent and enforceable, the less likely those very things are. We see it all the time. All right. They complicate things up. A lot of these people in the Board of Governors and who work for the NCAA, they're lawyers. What do lawyers do? Lawyers complicate stuff. It's kind of like an engineer. If you're an engineer, what do you do? You want to ensure your job security by making it impossible for anybody who's not an engineer to know what the hell they're supposed to do or know what the hell you're doing. You know, if they try to do what you do, they're going to get electrocuted because that's the way engineering is. That's why we hire engineers. If we could do it ourselves, we'd do it ourselves. Same thing's true with lawyers. Things have got to be so damn complicated, you've got to hire a lawyer to get things done. Our tax code is so complicated, we have to hire accountants to prepare our taxes or we're going to get screwed by the government, right? That's the way this works. These rules are going to become crazy complicated and people are going to find ways around them. That's why the more, here's the, uh, the ironic thing about rules. The more you have, the more likely they are to be broken. All right, you're going through creating more and more rules and making them complicated, you're going to create more and more criminals. That's the way life works. That's where we are. And that's why the NCAA, like, this is kind of neither here nor there because it's not a part of this conversation. You got to just zero base this thing. You got to tear it down to the struts and rebuild that rule book because that rule book, as it exists today, is completely unenforceable. And it has created a cottage industry of compliance personnel who work for universities because being compliant is so damn difficult, there's no way around it. you got to have a compliance person that a coach can go to and say, hey, okay, so when's the open window? What are we doing? What can I do? What can't I do? It's so complicated that you've got to have compliance staff. Um, Number four, make clear the distinction between collegiate and professional opportunities. This is not going to turn college football and men's college basketball into professional leagues. Nobody wants that. You've got that. All right. You've got the G League. You've got the NBA, where in a couple of years, people are going to be able to come right out of high school. With professional football, it's a little bit different. You've got to be in school for three years. Three years post high school graduation. School is a really good thing. And we should not debase the value of an education by removing it from the equation. That, 
I completely agree with. Number five, make clear the compensation for athletics performance or participation is impermissible. So this is not about, hey, you started, hey, you threw four touchdown passes, here's a big envelope of cash. That's not what it's about. This is about your likeness and your ability to endorse a good or service. I'm good with that, too, because that does get murky. And I think by rule, you, you, can, you can find ways to enforce that. Number six, reaffirm that student athletes are students first and not employees of the university. This is really where the NCAA and, and by the NCAA, I mean the membership where they are, are very like they're dug in on this issue. They do not want athletes to be seen as employees, despite the fact they're treated like employees and must, uh, they got to show up on time, work really, really hard, and then when their boss says you can go home, they go home. That sounds like an employee to me, all right? But what's happened at a lot of schools is, you know, if you leave the school in good standing, it, it, there are ways that you can maintain your scholarship despite the fact that you are no longer an athlete on that team. So in in that situation, I, I think you kind of you can find your way towards seeing this as a a an educational opportunity rather than a professional opportunity. And and they don't need necessarily to be paid. They do need to get money for their likeness and for endorsements. But as far as you know, here's $250,000 to come to Duke University in order to play basketball. That's a pretty slippery slope. And, and maybe that's coming down the pike at some point because these schools are just making way too much money on the backs of these athletes. But you know what? For our purposes right now in this press release, let's deal with that. Number seven, enhance principles of diversity, inclusion, and gender equity. All right, this, this is tagged on as boilerplate to virtually every endeavor that any educational institution or association uh, commits itself to. I have no idea what gender equity has to do with endorsements or likenesses. I don't know what that means. This is not a Title IX issue. This is not, hey, if, you know, Stevie Scott at Indiana or Michael Penix or Peyton Ramsey, if they're going to get money from Ken Nunn in order to, you know, sponsor his law practice, then an equal amount of money has to be paid to somebody who plays women's basketball or who runs cross country for the women's team. Uh, That cannot be what this means. Number eight. Uh, protect the recruiting environment and prohibit inducements to select, remain at, or transfer to a specific institution. So what they don't want is they don't want a school to be able to dangle out in front of people, hey, look, you come to our school, you're going to get a $100,000 endorsement deal with Dagwoods to promote their sandwiches, or Nick's English Hut, or Kilroy Sports Bar, or you know Adidas, or whatever. They don't want shoe money to be given to student-athletes instead of the school. That will not happen. And they don't want any of this money that's going to come to the athlete to be an inducement for their attendance at that university, which makes sense. But I don't know how the hell you're going to stop that. You know, hey, Ken Dunn, can you go talk to this kid? 
can you talk to Anthony Leal and, and tell him what you're going to do for him if he comes to Indiana? I have no idea how you prohibit that kind of contact between a guy who is not affiliated with the university, at least not affiliated as an employee or a member of the staff of the university, and a student-athlete who at that point is in high school and not committed to your university. I have no idea how you, how you uh, go about the process of prohibiting that. That is going to be murky. That is going to be a problem. And that is you institute these guardrails to make sure that schools comport to what the NCAA believes is appropriate and good, you're going to wind up with the same kettle of fish that you've got with recruiting right now where you've got guys with no affiliation whatsoever to the university walking up to people and handing them cash, and it's been going on forever, and there is no way to stop it. I don't care what the NCAA or university presidents or both say about that. You are never going to get a kid not putting money in his pocket or having his dad or his uncle or his mom or somebody putting money in their pocket in order to attend a university when the university has no idea whatsoever that these transactions take place. How do you monitor that? How do you guarantee it doesn't happen? The answer is you can't. And so the NCAA is going to have a very, very tough time asserting uh, rule or bullet point number eight in their, uh, in their press release. But speaking about what's wrong with college basketball, you know what? The answer is not very much. Its ecosystem works. The only time it doesn't work is when the federal government gets involved and starts assessing penalties, legal penalties against people who violated, they believe, laws. As long as, you know, people are able to operate in the shadows and give money to families and stuff, the ecosystem works fine in college basketball. It didn't require fixing, for the love of God. What they should do is have the temerity to strip bare the rule book and just say, you know what? It's uh, Ali Ali Oxen free, and let's go. We're throwing out all the rules, and if you people behave like human beings, it's all going to be fine. And if you don't, we're going to impanel another committee to write another rule book. Anyway, that's college basketball in a nutshell. And at 99% of the universities where the game's played, rules are followed, and it's all going to be fine. And if you really want to make this something, if you really want to have a serious conversation about fixing college basketball, how about we do this? How about we cap basketball coaches and football coaches all in, they make $250,000 a year, and that's it. If you're a Power 5 school, you cannot pay your coaches of those two sports more than a quarter million a year. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then again on Periscope Live at about 8.15. Can't wait to talk to you then. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. And don't forget to join me tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.